Has anyone ever told you a secret that you did not really want to keep? Not because it was a juicy piece of gossip, but just because the secret was so big. It was so heavy. The consequences were so big that you just didn't want to have to carry it alone. Most of us have experience with secrets. Some of us have been keeping secrets since childhood. Family secrets, personal secrets, and in Ottawa, maybe even political secrets. Jesus knew the burden of living with a secret. His very identity as the Son of God was a secret he kept since childhood. When Mary and Joseph couldn't find their 12-year-old son after the Passover festival in Jerusalem, Jesus was in the temple. And when they scolded him, he said, why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? Jesus knew who he was, but he couldn't let anyone else know, at least not yet. Even when Jesus began his ministry, he had to be very careful about where he preached and where he performed miracles. He often would tell the people he healed not to tell anybody about what he had done for them. Why all this secrecy? Jesus knew he had a limited amount of time to accomplish his earthly ministry before it would come to an end. And the clearer he was about his identity, the more quickly it would come to an end. And so it's no wonder that when Jesus was revealed in all his glory, only his three closest disciples, Peter, James, and John, were there to witness it. Jesus had invited the three of them to go up the mountain with him to pray. This was not unusual for Jesus. Jesus often went up on mountains to pray. But while Jesus was praying, suddenly his face was changed. There was a glow, a light coming from him. And his clothes that had been dusty just moments before were now dazzling white. Jesus no longer looked like the ordinary man that his disciples were used to seeing. He looked otherworldly, heavenly even. It was like a vision. It was an unveiling of who Jesus really is. They had never seen his glory revealed like this before. And then they saw two men speaking with Jesus. And it was Moses. Moses, the one who had received the law on Mount Sinai. And it was the great prophet Elijah. They were talking with Jesus about what he would soon do in Jerusalem. They were talking about his departure. Peter, talking out of his head, 
told Jesus that they should build three tents for them, one for Jesus and one for Moses and one for Elijah. And then things became even more strange. A thick cloud descended upon all of them, and out of the cloud was a voice. And the voice said, This is my son, my beloved. Listen to him. For these disciples, the message was clear. You have found the one that you've been looking for. Jesus is my son. He is the Messiah. Listen to him. Everything that they had dared to hope, dared to believe about Jesus, it turns out it was true. Jesus was the Son of God. What more proof, what more evidence would they need? But they had to keep it a secret, at least for now. They couldn't tell anyone what they had witnessed not even the other disciples. I wonder how often their minds went back to this mountaintop experience. Because it must have felt like a dream. It must have felt like it was a million miles away when this same Jesus was arrested, condemned to death and crucified like a criminal. As Jesus hung on the cross, his identity remained hidden, while at the same time it was being further revealed. It was only in the light of Jesus' resurrection that his followers could make sense of his humiliation and his exaltation. As the Apostle Paul wrote to the Philippians, Jesus Christ, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of man. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus, the glorified Son of God, became Jesus the crucified and became Jesus the risen and exalted Lord. This same Jesus carried a lifelong secret. And you know, he knows all of our secrets. He knows and he sees the good things that we do in secret. 
and he knows all of our hidden faults and our hidden sins. He even knows about the hidden sins committed against us. And he has borne the weight of it all so that we could be free. Whatever it is you may be holding as a secret, whatever it is you think you need to hide from other people, you don't have to hide it from Jesus because he already knows all about it. And he loves you. Let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you for Jesus, your son. We thank you that he bore his secret well so that he could accomplish your purposes here on earth. We thank you that he revealed his secret to his followers, and then he gave them the freedom by the power of the Holy Spirit to share what is no longer a secret, or at least it should not be, that Jesus is Lord and Savior of the world. Lord, help us in light of Jesus' love and grace and mercy. Help us not to hold back our secrets from you. Lord, we confess that you already know all about them. And we need your healing we need your forgiveness. So meet us today, we pray. In Jesus Christ's name, amen.